Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Shit's Hard. I'm your host, Amber. And today we're going to talk about finances, or I guess money. Because money is hard. That shit's fucking hard. But let's get into it. Um, in- little intro. Basically, my car just cost me a grand. And if you're wondering if it's worth a grand, probably not. So was that a good move? I don't know. Um, but too late now. So yeah, we're talking about money. We're, we're talking about money. So, um, we're also going to get into just like health and wellness and like, how does, how is that like related to finances, I guess? And like, how much money does your health cost, I guess, and health and wellness cost and your mental health cost. And, you know, we'll, we'll do the fun question. Can money buy happiness? Because, um, it's starting to feel like it can. It's starting to feel like, um, maybe it would, I don't know. Uh, but let's get into it. So my current car troubles is I have a rusty 2005 from Ohio. And basically the car mechanic out here was like, I see your plates are Ohio. Like, was this car sitting in the snow? And I was like, yeah, for 22 years. Uh, well, I guess no, probably it's like 15 years old. So probably like 15 years, I guess. Um, but I was like, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and I don't know, just a lot of troubles with it. Um, I paid to get it fixed. Well, actually, we're going to be transparent with finances on this podcast. My parents paid for it to get fixed, and I cannot thank them enough. Um, but I, I want to be really transparent on this podcast about money, because I think it's important that, like, if you're listening to me, you're going to know my financial situation. So I'll be honest, my parents my parents got my car, and I, I really appreciate them uh, paying for it. And I absolutely could not have afforded to fix it, and I probably wouldn't have fixed it. I probably would have just left it. It was drivable, but basically like just brake pad problems, freaking, I don't even know, the AC's out. So I'm trying to get that fixed before it gets hot. And basically we thought it was going to be like a smaller fix, like a hundred dollar fix. Found out it's going to be more like a $400 fix. So we just put that one on hold for now. Um, and yeah, I just, it's just big girl stuff. You know, we're just, we're saving for a new car now. So that's the goal is to uh, save up some money and be able to do big girl things and get a car, get myself a car. So I'm kind of excited for that, although stressed because like I don't have that kind of money lying around, but but we're going to do it. We're going to do it. So um, but really, really wanna, what I really want to talk about is like mental health in regards to money, because, you know, just to circle back, this is a wellness, vulgar wellness podcast. And, um, this shit is fucking hard. Like money's fucking hard and it does affect your mental health and it's expensive. Mental health is expensive and money is a huge stressor. I feel like for a lot of people, for me, for sure, especially coming out here, you know, like, like I said, I'm going to be transparent about my money. So I got myself out here financially. Um, but we're going to be transparent. Uh, my parents paid for my college and they paid for my car And when I was in school, they paid for my housing. So all that being said, I did have a job throughout college because I wanted to take advantage of what they had done for me. Like I wanted to make sure if they were going to pay for my school, then it was going to be like worth it, you know? So I did get a, I had a job in college my last like two years and I worked at a firm. And since everything else was paid for for me, I can basically just kind of stash that money away. So that's what I did. And that's how I got myself out here. Um, cause I, I paid my share of the U-Haul and the, the first, um, the deposit and all that shit and the gas to fucking get that U-Haul out here and all that shit. And which 
all those things are literally a couple hundred dollars. So it added up very quickly. Um, but I was very fortunate, like I said, that my parents did pay for all my shit so that I was able to, whatever money I made, I was able to just literally stash away. Um, that, that definitely was a huge privilege. Um, I'm not gonna act like I picked myself up by the bootstraps and got myself out here. <laughs> Cause that's really not what happened. Um, but yeah, they did give me my first car. They're not getting my second. So, um, like I said, I super appreciate them helping me fix it right now, but I do need to like start saving for my car. I'm hoping like this is the last day I have to put into this car and then maybe it'll last me like another year. Like I said, it's 2005. She's old. I've got like 170, 150,000 miles on it. So she could go, she could go a bit further. Um, and I'm hoping she will. I'm hoping that I'll just save, save, save. And then hopefully the day that she gives out is the day that I have enough for a car. So <laughs> that's the plan. Um, but yeah, money is a huge stressor and it really does take like a hit to your mental health. And I feel like that's not something that's super addressed because, you know, obviously, you know, in the U S and accessibility and all that kind of stuff and mental stuff and medical insurance is all hard to come by. And it's hard to pay for medical stuff here. Um, and especially if you don't have insurance and like I said, we're going to be transparent on this podcast. Um, my parents have me on their insurance. I'm under 26, so I can still be on my parents' insurance until then. Um, and, and like I said, and again, I'm fortunate enough to like, my parents will keep me on there and keep paying for a family plan. Um, they don't have to do that. All my other siblings are older, so they could just be like, ah, fuck it. You're off. Um, but I'm super lucky for that also, because when, since I've been out here, I've been to a gynecologist. I'm going to see a dentist soon and I'm able to do that all for essentially free, not free, but, um, not have to pay a copay or anything out of pocket. So, um, and that's expensive and that's something that I'm not looking forward to. And I'm kind of reminding myself of like, I have a luxury right now of that kind of thing, but I won't always have that. So once I'm, I think it's 26, I get booted from that plan. And obviously I'll need to have my own. Um, same thing goes for like car insurance and all that shit. Like my car right now is still all Ohio stuff, but I don't own the car. My my dad does. So the owner of the car lives in Ohio, but all that stuff is so complicated and like getting a car and like out here, you have to get a smog check and like the DMV out here. Let me tell you, you better have a whole fucking half day reserved if you're going to the DMV in California, because like me and Corbin were sitting in the DMV. We were like, we are not in Ohio anymore. Like literally like in Ohio, in Kent where we were living, the DMV had two counters, like literally two counters. Um, out here, <laughs> DMV has like 30 and like a two hour wait and like a whole system. And like, you have a number and then you go up and then like the person you talk to can't actually solve your problem. They just tell you where to go next to the next person who might be able to solve your problem or might direct you somewhere else. It's just like a whole, you can make appointments there. It's a whole thing. It is a whole thing. And it is not like that in Ohio. So but that's another thing is like, it was pretty expensive. I think when Corbin got out here, he took the title of his car. And so he got everything transferred over to, um, to California license and his cars registered here and all that stuff. That was a couple hundred dollars. I think it was like three something. Um, so yeah, this shit ain't cheap. Like being a person isn't cheap. And I could definitely see how that takes a hit at your mental health. And the worst part is with, you know, um, medical insurance in the U S like, even with all these money stressors on you, taking a toll on your mental health and maybe giving you anxieties and stuff for the future, um, 
therapy alone is pretty expensive and um they don't always take insurance or even um my therapy when I was in Ohio I had an $80 copay so insurance was still covering a little bit of it but each session like each one hour session was $80 out of pocket and again lucky me my parents were willing to pay for that but not everybody has that luxury and a lot of people um would say like oh you're in college why would you not go to the therapy services on campus I tried. Um, well, I'm not complaining. I'm really not. But um, on Kent at Kent State is where I went to college. Um, after COVID hit, as we all know, mental health everywhere took a huge dive. And a lot of people were, were um, going to therapy, which is amazing. Amazing that people would reach out and go start to get help. But basically, I had contacted Kent State about um, just their therapy situation and getting on the list or whatever that looked like. And they were like, okay and they went through a few questions and basically were like is it serious you know is your is your mental problems like very serious you know are you suicidal type of stuff um sorry maybe I should have added a trigger warning but basically I just had said no and they were like okay maybe we could get you in next semester and that was in like February of the spring semester so I was like you can't get me until fall semester (laughs) so um obviously like I think they were just short-staffed on therapists and and I absolutely do think like they should be helping people with more serious, more pressing issues before me, of course. Um, but still, I was like, well, fuck, like, I still, like, wanted to get help myself. And so that was kind of why I decided to go to a different, um, just, like, an outside regular place that wasn't connected to the college. But like I said, that was a luxury, you know? Like, my parents were willing to pay for that. I, I wouldn't have been able to afford $80 a week um, for therapy. Like, that shit is expensive, So this whole, like, can money buy happiness? It's like, maybe not, but it can buy mental health. Like, it can, it's like maybe money can't buy anything positive, but it can remove a lot of the negative. Like, money can be such a big stressor. And just the fact that, like, it can cause you anxiety and then you can't have anyone to talk to about it because that costs money seems so ironic. But, but yeah, even as far as, like, uh, just... All those, like, this shit adds up. I think it it just feels like with money, a lot of little stuff adds up. You know, the big stuff really isn't the problem. It's like, like I said, like when Corbin was just simply trying to get his car switched over to just registered from this state to this state. That's, you know, it's like this little $80 fee for the smog check and this $20 fee for this and then like $50 for the new license and then like all this little stuff. And then suddenly it's like, okay, um, now I'm out 300. Like, how how do we get here? Um, and I just, I don't know. Money is, money's the worst. I myself do struggle with a little bit of financial anxiety. I don't know why. I think, um, if my mom's listening to this, sorry, mom, I think that she has money anxiety and I think she passed it on to me because she's always been a little bit anxious about finances. Um, which I don't know. It had a good impact on me though. I've always been good with money. I've always been savvy. I've always been like, you know, like I've just never been one to blow money, but it did cause me to like, when I need to spend money, get really anxious about it. If that makes sense. Like, like even on like just general, like you need to spend money sometimes. Like I, you know, as a girl, like you need bras or whatever. Like I would not buy myself bras after like three years of having the same ones. And then like when I was like, okay, Amber, like, you know, the, the general stuff that you have is tearing, it's ripping, like we need to buy new. And I don't even mean, like, buy new nice. I mean, like, go to Marshall's and spend, like, $12 on one. You know what I mean? Like, nothing crazy. I just would get anxious, like, buying, like, 
three things, like three balls, three socks, like underwear, like stuff like that, because it felt like, oh, like what I have is fine. Like, do I really need this? Like need, do I really need this? And it was like, ah, I don't know. Like that, I think that's where um, the financial anxiety went too far because I think a lot of times when I spend money, I get a little bit anxious. And that's something I've been working on. And um, especially, I think I've talked about before, like in skincare, like I've really been trying to like get into my skincare and figure out what my skin likes and doesn't likes and like, um, and really try to like get on the same page, but that's expensive and it costs money and to try new products costs money. And you could argue that's attached to mental health, you know, like taking care of your skin is kind of an act of self love, but it can be difficult to pay for that kind of thing. And there is obviously drugstore options, but even those like kind of add up if you're going to go with, you know, a cleanser, moisturizer, you know, vitamin C, retinol, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, they, I don't know, shit adds up. And so I think that like, I've been working on that specifically shit I've been working on in the past couple of weeks would be like trying to really recognize, like step back from making a purchase and like really evaluate, like not only is this a need, but like, like, is this necessary? And is this like a ridiculous purchase or is it like actually a very logical thing to buy? Like, um, cleanser, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that's not one of those, like, Oh, there goes Amber. She's just swiping the credit card. Like, no, it's like, that's a very logical thing to purchase. And I, I think like, I'm like so afraid of stepping over that line of like being a spender and just swiping that card. Like I've never, um, just a little like side note. I've never been like, if I'm shopping, I'm looking at the price of every individual item. I know exactly what it costs. Like, and I'm comparing like, Oh, look at these two retinols. Like what, what's the price difference? What's different about the two? Um, or even in the grocery store, if you're wondering, hot, hot tip, um, where you look at the little price where it says like $9.99, there's a little teeny, you got to get in close. There's a little teeny thing that says, um, price per ounce. And usually like everything, like say you're looking at rice, all the different rice brands, every brand has a little thing that says price per ounce. And that's a super easy way to compare prices. Just a hot tip. Um, so you can look super close and you'll see like, this one is like 33 cents per ounce of rice. This one's 42 cents per ounce of rice. So it kind of tells you like, Oh, this one that's 33 cents per ounce of rice is like genuinely cheaper per like the amount of product that you're getting. Cause you know, that's also, I mean, we're going on off of the side tangent, but like, it's also difficult to compare like when you have, you know, the same product, but like they're two different sizes and this one's 10 ounces and this one's five and like they're different prices and you're trying to like compare and convert and all that shit. And you're in the middle of the fucking grocery store and you're not trying to be there all day. Um, but um, that is how I shop. I'm always looking at that little tiny number. It's usually in like the bottom right corner of where obviously like, the little sticker is like this big. Um, and then like, it'll say like, you know, the price fairly, you know, large. Um, it's really, really small. It's a fine print. Like literally you might have to wear your glasses. Um, I mean, they don't broadcast it for a reason, but that's how I shop. That's how I've always shopped is like, how am I going to get the most like bang for my buck? Like, how is this going to be like the most like efficient and affordable? Um, you, you know, like is, and usually like if you buy the bigger option, like it's cheaper, bulk is usually cheaper, um, but also you have to weigh like, are you going to actually use that much of this? Or are you just going to use a little bit and then it's just going to go to waste? You know, maybe that one's not the better option. Um, but yeah, I'm really working on like taking a step back and recognizing like, this is a logical per 
like purchase, I guess, and kind of like getting on the same level with myself um, and realizing like you can spend money on yourself. I think that was really my issue was like feeling like I could spend money on, you know, my partner, my boyfriend. I had not, I had less of an issue with that because, you know, I like him and I care about him. And that's kind of how I wanted to like show love or um, other people or family or presents or gifts. Um, I can get I can get a little bit spendy around the holidays because um, I like spending money on other people. And I guess, I guess on some level, like I, I couldn't like defend spending money on myself because it maybe felt like selfish and a waste of money. And like, you know, there's always a cheaper option. Um, but I feel like it's an act of self-love to be like, if I'm going to spend money on other people, I should sure as fuck be spending money on myself because I got to come first, you know, in all aspects. And I think that's a really big aspect that like, you have to come first, like you should come first. You know, your, your glass has to be full before you can help fill up someone else's. And so you should absolutely like be quicker to purchase yourself a really nice, you know, we'll go with skincare moisturizer or whatever. Um, before you would be like, oh yeah, I'll drop 60 bucks on them, but I would never spend more than like 20 on me, you know, because money, money is so closely tied to, I feel like mental mental health and wellness and it's really not talked about because I feel like there's even a lot of other avenues I could go down other than mental health I mean we'll get into that maybe in another episode but like even like we could talk about fitness and how that's related to money and how like you know you have to have a gym membership you know college was an amazing time because I had this wonderful big gym at Kent State and you know it comes with your tuition or whatever so you know you can just get in but um, but yeah, once you get, you know, into the real world and you have your own job, you have to start thinking about a gym membership and like, how much is that going to cost and what is it worth? And you know, my whole life, like I said, I'm a cheapskate. I've always gone for the fucking cheapest, most affordable planet fitness, whatever the fuck. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with planet fitness by me, by any means. I mean, I still go to places like that because I always felt like I always needed the bare minimum, at least gym wise, you know, you just need like the weights and stuff. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of other expensive options too. Or even like, um, Planet Fitness still has like a yearly fee. Like not everybody has like 30 to $40 a month. And then like also a hundred dollars once a year. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's also, you could argue like a luxury or something that's a little more expensive, but it's like, it's like something that people are going there to genuinely try to like better themselves, keep themselves healthy. And, and they may not have access to that. Um, which I don't know. I just feel like it's worth bringing up and something to think about is like, like wanting to take care of yourself can be costly in like a really stupid way. <laughs> I'm not saying all gyms should be free, but fucking maybe, I don't know. Like, I guess just accessibility is something that's important. And I think, I do think something cool that a lot of like em employers do, um, and my parents' employers are my parents. Yeah. Employers do this is, um, like a lot of like more organized, like office setting corporate jobs offer like to pay for their employees gym membership or give them like a stipend for like, like I know my mom, like when we were younger, my mom's work would pay for our family YMCA daycare, like or YMCA, like gym, like pass. So like even when I was a kid, I could go there and I, you know what I mean? Like her company was paying for that gym membership for our whole family. So we could all go. And I don't know if y'all know, but the YMCA is low key expensive. I didn't know that. But anyways, um, so yeah, that was like paid for by her company. So like, you know, as long as it's like a benefit of working there, I guess, which is kind of cool. Like, I think that's a good idea. And I, I enjoy that. Like 
workplaces would encourage their employees to um, take care of themselves in that way. I think that's cool. At least like if you can break down barriers for people to get into the gym, that's, that's always better. Um, but my, but in like the other way too, my dad's company would, um, would give a stipend. Like if you would buy workout equipment and my brother did this too, like they would give you like a, a certain amount of money, like once a year or something. And you could use that. Like maybe it was like a hundred, $200 towards $300. I don't fucking know toward like a gym, a yearly gym membership, or you could spend it toward, um, like having an at-home gym basically. So like my brother had bought like a bench or my dad had bought like some plates and some dumbbells or whatever. And you can like submit those receipts and then they will just reimburse you for your gym stuff, which is also really fucking cool. So I don't know. Accessibility is important within like fitness and mental health, but we got, we got a long way to go, but maybe I'm just ranting because my car's broken. I'm sad. (laughs) Poor. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's that's what I got for today. So shit we're working on this week is going to be getting our finances on lockdown, okay? being a budgeting baddie, okay? Okay, because bad bitches budget, okay? Um, and yeah, just just focusing on you know how can we how can we get in control of our money, and then also just thinking about my my little questions for the day are going to be can money buy happiness? Just I don't know. Just if you have a quick little answer on that, and then also like. Um, if you have a minute, you could type out in one of the questions, how is general health and wellness directly related to money? See, I just, I, I want to know what you think. Cause it's something that I think about all the time in terms of fitness, mental health, general health and well-being, Um, and just someone who's looking to take care of themselves, you know, what does it cost? You know, and that's, that's completely outside of all like, you know, diet pills and fads and, um, factor meals and all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? That's kind of like a whole nother thing. <laughs> But I just mean like a general basis of like a general gym membership, therapy, whatever the fuck else. Um, So yeah, let me know what you guys think. And I think we're going to end here. I think I'm going to shorten these episodes to 22 minutes. Um, And that's all I got for today. So thanks again for joining me. I'm your host, Amber, and I'll see you on the next one because this shit is hard. Bye.